felt entirely di- different than like a few weeks ago, right? From like a month ago to where like when we punted games against punted meaning to me is LeBron and AD don't play for, you know, LeBron has the ankle thing, but I'm sure if this was a maximum game that he would have probably had had a go of it. Or we sat AD in one of those games as well. I believe both of, it was Toronto and Phoenix about a month ago where we sat, you know, LeBron, where we sat LeBron, yeah. and AD, uh, LeBron and AD. And those games were over by the first quarter. So I went back and looked at those games. In Toronto, we gave up 39 in the first quarter. It was 39-31. We were down 20, heading into my notes here, down 22 at halftime to Toronto. And then we did the same thing to Phoenix a couple days later, weeks later, whatever, down 24 to Phoenix. This game never felt like that to me. Is that I don't know if that matters in like the in grand sense, but to me it does. I think like how a team plays without its stars, it's still also important that it keeps like a, a culture of the, a level of effort that they play at. But do you see that as well? Do you agree with me that these are have like a different feel to it, even though Denver obviously wasn't going 100 max foot on the pedal? That uh, that notes book of yours is just an absolutely haunted, haunted object. Um, pulling out, pulling out Toronto and Phoenix games from God knows when. Um, no, I mean, well, I was gonna say, trying to think of what's different from then and now. Um, I don't know if they were fat yet, but they definitely weren't in the full swing of things back then in uh, Dennis Schroeder and Thomas mm-hmm. Bryant. Um, Shooter had, we can talk about Russ later. Shooter had a rough first half along with Russ, um, equally as rough, but Thomas Bryant continues to just be amazing. And he's literally a freaking locomotive out there. Just absolutely wreaking havoc. Um, some of his, especially in that Kings game, some of his shots are so like unorthodox. Like you just never see centers putting up some of the attempts he puts up. And most of them are just, like, heat-seeking missiles for the rim. I don't even, like, he has the, he had at least one of these shots in the Kings game, had one of them tonight, where he's just, like, eight feet away from the basket, like, on the baseline, and he just, like, shoots it. And, like, whoever's guarding him doesn't even, like, try, because I think they're trying to figure out, like, oh, is he actually, like, shooting this shot right now? Um, But, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like their energy... um, Obviously, when you are forced to play Max Christie and Cole Swider, they have... Like, they have no other, like, gear. They're just going 110% because they're rookies. And, like, if especially if Swider's not, like, Swider, you're <laughs> going to be stuck in South Bay for, like, the entire what? time, even if we have all these He injuries. hit two threes so, tonight, Donnie. What hey, are you talking about? Hey, 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 I'm here to applaud him. Like, uh, honestly, they, mostly Christy, but Cole as well. Um, Cole especially was really impressing me rebounding like he was kind of doing the troy brown sort of you know sandwich rebounding on the weak side sort yeah. of thing and normally i normally i would think there would be no success in that um just given cole swider's strength but he was doing a pretty good job of it especially in this uh first half i'm kind of disappointed do the lakers not watch south bay like cole swider loves the handoff on the wing so he can pull up a three like that's his shot like he and they and they and they did for him being like you know obviously he's not out there no. ever obviously needed him tonight just in terms of bodies but I agree with what you're saying and it took way too long for them to kind of look for that uh, with him a whole lot of other uh, terrible shot selections in the first half before they even decided to 
different from that yeah, one. Yeah, no, like, I think he played, uh, he played, I believe, like, six or seven straight minutes and took one shot and hit that only three. And that wasn't even an open three. It was kind of in the corner. I think he shot fake and still got into it. But, yeah, I'm a little disappointed. It's kind of telling me that they're not watching South Bay games because that's what he loves to do. He loves that handoff in the wing. He'll be, like, three or four feet behind the three-point line and hit it. Um, you talked about my notes. Last thing on Phoenix, just to give a example of this, Dennis Schroeder and Thomas Bryant played that game. They actually started our starting lineup from that game, not to go deeper into that one, but it was Dennis, uh, Dennis, Thomas Bryant, Troy Brown, uh, Lonnie Walker, and I'm forgetting who the fifth starter was um, in that game. But anyway, that's a, like, okay line. Oh, Patrick Beverly was the other starter. But again, like, just the... I was going to say, you better you better have that starting lineup right <laughs> uh, now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, so Patrick Beverly was the other starter. And again, that that team got killed on, on a, against a Phoenix team that didn't even have Devin Booker. And that game just felt to me over right away in a way that this one didn't. Um, and I think, you know, I think that really matters. And I think you're seeing like the team at least starting to build something I, like six games in a row would have been really nice. And I think if they beat Denver on the road without, you know, without all the people that they had would have been nice. But I think like I think the team is at least finding some type of energy and uh, culture. I think that they just I think never even got close to last year and even early in the year. I think this would have been a 30 point bloodbath blowout. So. Kind of comparing like that Phoenix team you're talking about where LeBron and yeah. were both out. Um, I can't remember what their specific circumstance was, but it was definitely yeah. like a let's just sit it out, yeah. whatever. Kind of exactly like LeBron sitting out this game. I think AD had um, the non-COVID illness, and I think LeBron sat out because I believe it was the second night okay. to go back to back. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, obviously, you said Booker was still playing then. No, obviously he was out. He is a huge reason for their. Oh, you're right, you're right. He was like a last second out, and then, okay, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what I was going to say was I found myself really wishing LeBron was playing oh, tonight, um, like, early on in the game, because, and I see Anthony in here. I saw Anthony pointed out, I, like, could not believe how just, like, lethargic uh, the Nuggets were at basically 80% of the game tonight. Now, I don't, you know, watch them all the time. Maybe they're, they were doing that because they were – Staring at Max Christie and Cole Swider and Sir, oh hey Sterling hey how you doing um you know stuff like that and maybe that's why they were just kind of you know backing around but I still kind of like weirdly feel like the Lakers just as a whole are a good matchup mm-hmm. for them um kind of the same way as the Heat like I mean the Nuggets definitely have some athletic guys like Aaron Gordon um then obviously like Jamal Murray when he's like really at his peak, which he had a season high tonight, so he's kind of back up at it. Um, But, like, other than that, like, the Lakers are just, as a whole, I would say maybe not faster, but definitely more athletic. Um, So, yeah, I definitely was like, God, like, if Russ wasn't having this first half and LeBron was in, I feel like we'd be either tied or the Lakers have a small lead. Yeah, no, it would have been nice to have uh, LeBron tonight. I think, you know, with with our guards against Denver, they obviously have, like, a – bigger size matchup but then I think like our guards are pretty good at defending like big guys who can't dribble right like Michael Porter Jr. is a big tall guy once he gets into his shooting form but you can kind of get into him and I thought Dennis Schroeder did a pretty good job of that we were again kind of laying off Aaron Gordon but I thought we did like an okay job you're not gonna you know stop Jokic um and I think our zone helped a lot as well in that second quarter I think when like Jokic went off the floor we we went to a zone and like Kendrick Nunn got doing Donnie, how about Kendrick Nunn, like, remembering to play NBA basketball? Like, just being – Kendrick Nunn becoming an NBA player is a huge, like, addition. I don't know how – like, again, the defense stuff is going to be what it is, but he's starting to hit shots. 
it was a tough night for both Russ and Dennis to be just completely off uh, on offense. But uh, no, you're right. Like, I think we match up pretty well with them and we beat them once without AD already. Um, and, you know, tonight I think we actually kind of hung tough without LeBron. Yeah, um, before I forget, uh, I mean, obviously just have to mention the fact that the Lakers are so decimated God. right now. Uh, we haven't even brought up Patrick Beverly was out for the entire second half. Like, think what you want about Patrick <laughs> Beverly. Uh, tonight was not the night to randomly lose a guy at halftime. No. Um, and, yeah, like, it's. I think they pulled up a graphic of, like, um, the five Lakers mm -hmm. that were missing tonight and, like, I think all of them had, I mean, this is obvious, but all of them had started. Like, I saw someone point that out on Twitter for the Lakers at one point. It's like, oh, man, they have five starters out, and then Patrick Beverly makes six for the second half. So I think uh, there was a lineup, and I can't remember the two other players, but Max Christie, and this was like a lineup out there for a decent amount of time, and they were the ones that kind of let it go the rope mm -hmm. a little bit. But it had Max Christie, Cole Swider, and Sterling Brown. Sterling Brown... <laughs> was not on the team, what, a, yeah. a week ago? Uh, maybe less than that. Uh, Cole Swider, uh, uh, Bill, Bill McDonald uh, teed me off to the fact that he had his first career points tonight. That surprised never me, actually. Actually I... played in, yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> that just shows how much we paid attention to the preseason, sadly. Um, yeah, Cole Swider, first NBA points tonight. And Max Christie, Still uh, a little a shade under two years until he can legally drink. Uh, just all out there making a three fifths of the lineup. So when you're doing that, I think that might have happened more than once out there. It's just especially against the number one team in the West. But like like we've kind of said, I feel like there was something there, and I mean that's why I kind of had a little bit of hope tonight uh, that it wouldn't actually be like a blowout, which I don't know if you, I mean, they kind of were getting blowed out for a decent amount in the second half, but I mean, they just have had so much fight in the past few weeks or at least the past couple of weeks where I didn't really think this game was going to be out of hand for extended periods of time, which it really was So, wasn't. you know, to your point, this is, was our, I believe this is what we started the fourth with um, Sterling Brown, Max Christie, Cole Swider, Dennis Schroeder, and Wenyan Gabriel. So that was our, you know, starting lineup in the fourth. And then obviously Denver, I think, went on a run. Jamal Murray started to hit, you know, superstar shots, step back jumpers. Him and Dennis Schroeder got into it. I feel like Jamal Murray always gets into it with one of, one of our players. Um, but yeah, Jamal Murray got going. But that was our starting lineup. Like Sterling Brown. Sterling Brown's interesting. Like he plays two games. I think he took like one or two shots in his, you know, full amount of minutes, which is. Not really regular for a guy on a 10-day. Usually see them at least be a little bit more aggressive on offense. But I thought he brought, you know, good defensive uh, talent to the team, boxing out, uh, playing his role in that way. But, yeah, that was like our starting five to start the fourth. Uh, Brown, Christie, Swider, Dennis, uh, winning Gabriel. A couple more positive things before we get to Russ. How about Max Christie? Man, what a – got his first start. And that was, like, extremely impressive to me. And Denver, you know, tough matchup. A lot of, like, tough, gritty guards like Bruce Brown. Obviously, KCP, I thought he did a fair job on MPJ when they put him on him. They switched him on to Jamal Murray a little bit, like they when, like when they had him on Fox for the, the other few games and put him on Trey Young. Darwin Ham is really playing with, like, using his size, leveraging that against these smaller, quicker guards that our other guards have trouble with. Um, but I thought Mac Tristy, he had, like, a floater where he put a guy in jail and hit a floater. I was like, wow, that that's new. Didn't even see that really in South Bay. But what do you, what do you think of Mac Tristy today? Yeah, he, um, I think it's Stu said on the broadcast, he has just like a lot yeah. of composure. 
And, you know, and I, this is more just a result of him not really playing that often and certainly not doing these types of things often, but they were kind of, you know, running the little pick and rolls and stuff for him, yeah. directly for him. And I feel like at times, uh, especially in the first half, it was like one of those things like shooters coming down and it's like, all right, like, let's give the ball to Max and let him go to work. And I feel like it was like Max was like already going into like, oh, I need to go like, I need to go mm-hmm. set a screen. Like, I need to go set a screen for someone. Like, no, no one's <laughs> trying to give me the ball for me to do something. And then like shooter passed him and like at least two times he had a, like a little bit of a reaction like, oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. Let me catch this ball. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Time to actually do something. And then, but then once he, once he kind of got, got through that little brain fart, it was like, he, he was really like, I don't know. He's not, he's very calculated when he's going around those screens. Um, and like you said, like that one play you're referencing and he had a few plays made at least one, three, two threes. maybe a couple, mm-hmm. um, two threes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's 19 years old. He definitely should not be kind of doing this, especially, you know, I mean, he's kind of showing a flash of this, even with like LeBron or even with AD out there. So yeah, I mean, shout out to the scouting department. Freaking <laughs> yeah, no, he has like, you talked about it coming around ball screens. He has a lot of composure, I think on like both ends as well. You see it um, doesn't really get, you know, razzled out there. It feels like he, you know, just continues to play. I think there was a one time when Jamal Murray got by him and scored and just kept playing. I think Fox got a dunk on him as well. Um, and has just a lot of length. And, you know, Donnie, we talk about this. I think he's already one of our uh, top, like, defensive options, right, to, like, throw at people. We just don't have that many wings in general, but uh, wings that also can shoot, like, 3 and D wings. There's so many plays where, like, JTA, God bless him. I love how he roams the baseline. But, like, he'll get a kick out, and he's open. Not wide open, but he's open. Like, it's an open shot in the league, and he just does not take it. And Max is, like, you could tell he's really worked on that spot up. Max Max Christie is better than Juan Scottie right now. Full stop. It's it's already it's done. It's already done in my mind. Not even close overall. Back. Yeah, I think JTA does have like you know just the uh, I guess veteran experience where like some sometimes it it plays out better. But no, Max I think already probably has passed. He should be in the rotation uh, over you know JTA. But they... J, JTA plays mm-hmm. hard, which is a skill. You know that's, that's a awesome. skill to me. Plays plays hard. Not all players play hard. I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, can I complain? Yeah. Can I complain. You've been too okay. Fast. Okay. Complain. Let me hear it. <laughs> um, Russ had a terrible we're gonna, first wait, half. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna like, definitely you know get get to that for sure. Um, but yeah, go ahead on Russ. I guess I was. Uh, was that it on Max Christie? Uh, for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I got. That's all I got on Max Christie. I I apologize, Russ. Uh. Okay. Russ, first half. Yes. Terrible. At four points. Um, I think he did end up having 21 in the second half. Uh, I will say it's much easier to score when you're being guarded uh, primarily by Bones Highland than when you're constantly and constantly and over and over trying to score an Aaron Gordon, who is so much bigger than you, so like a pretty damn good defender. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think, and uh, like, it's been said time and time again, he can't like go up against these sturdy, large wings. They always, always stuff him at the rim. And then, you know, he does that and gets, you know, like rough shot at the rim. Maybe he's thinking it's like, oh, I got fouled. And then he just insists on coming down the next play and shooting like a mid-range jumper with 16 seconds left on the shot clock. I was, I was getting 
Like, I should not have been that mad about this game because we didn't have LeBron or AD. It was shot from the right. beginning. But I was getting flashbacks of last season, and it really hurt me. Um, and I think I tweeted it, but like, like I said, you know, he did have a good second half. Uh, I don't think there's any better player in the world than Russ down, down by 15 on the Lakers. He might be the go. <laughs> so I'm trying to not be that mean, I guess. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> you, I don't think you ever could. Bless you, Raj. So here's, here's you. some fun. Russ is actually 9 for 12 in the second half, which is kind of crazy. Um, 21 points in the second half. Was still a minus one, four turnovers. But, like, yeah, like you talked about, that first half was pretty awful. He was 1 for 9 um, in that first half with – uh, three turnovers. I think, you know, and you spoke to some of this in a, a meaner way, but like, you know, LeBron's out and obviously like, I think, he, I think we saw this from other guards as well. Russ obviously was the extreme example of it, but there was a lot of tunnel vision tonight. That was in my notes as well. Like everyone had a lot of real bad tunnel vision, even, you know, Dennis, who's not a great playmaker, but he usually makes that read when he drives and kind of sees where the help is coming from. He can kind of hit that skip pass and he was really off with that there were a bunch of times where Cole Max like had their hands ready they're open Denver you know helped off the correct place and that pass just didn't come there um but yeah Russ just the shot selection I, I don't know if this was if this is like extensive but I felt like there was some like one-on-one going on with Aaron Gordon strangely um like uh, this happened I think last time we played Denver as well but like I think something about the matchup with Aaron Gordon he just tries to go through him and I think you know when you're playing Denver I think the wrong uh, I guess the wrong way to go is to attack their wings. Like, I think that's not the place you want to go at. We were getting good offense going at, you know, Jokic in ball screens. We were getting good shots. Dennis was missing, but um, TB was getting the switch down low. He was getting baskets. Winning Gabriel, I thought, came in. Winning Gabriel had nine points and three rebounds in five minutes. I just, like, his minutes still are just really confusing to me. But uh, anyway, like with Russ, yeah, just a lot of really bad shots, a lot of momentum killers. We're on, like, a good run, and he takes, like, a – he hits every three. It was like, no, 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 no. All right, well. And then he comes down the other end and hits and takes a contested mid-range shot. I, like, I don't even know what to say about those anymore, Donnie. Like, I think that's just the part of Russ's game. Like, you, that's not getting coached out, you know? So that's, like, part of the package. And he's been playing well in the five-game win streak. It's 16 points. Um, nine assists, uh, plus 12 net rating, uh, plus 12 plus minus, um, and four turnovers. And I think that's just a package. And then with LeBron out, obviously it was a, uh, with LeBron, I was a license to shoot kind of, um, at least that's the way I think he, he saw it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you were kind of talking about the guards as a whole, I'll, I'll say like Schroeder had an equally, uh, bad mm-hmm. first half than Russ. Russ just <laughs> candidly makes it look uglier. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, like you said, non-shooter rust to varying level degrees of success at very yeah. different times in the game, we're all just going, going for their shots, going for their baskets, definitely more non and rust than shooter. But I think I, I think I might've tweeted this, but like with Russ, and he's shown this recently where he's really trying mm-hmm. on the glass. Uh, obviously been facilitating like crazy uh, lately. Like, I wish he would have kind of, like, I know LeBron's out. I know AD's out. Hell, I know Reeves and Lonnie and whatever are all out. And it's like, like you said, I feel like someone was like, all right, Russ, like, go out there and just go for it. Like, But I would have loved to just see him focus more on just, like, the rebounding defense. <laughs> I mean, this is just a broken record at this point. But 
also just facilitating like trying to just pass yeah. first like instead like and he was definitely more way more way 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 more in just looking for his own shot and he has shots he can get to that are good and honestly his three-point shot is a thousand times better of an opportunity than any mid-range jumper he'll ever shoot um or going one-on-one against aaron yeah. in the post but you know like like i said like you tell him to go out there and like go off and go shoot like he doesn't he makes the right play so seldom when he's solely shooting you no 100 percent. and again like you said uh broken record um the records get broken I'm not really sure um but i like i like said that i was like maybe you should just like try more rebound defense i was like felt like i got teleported <laughs> back to, to like december 20, yeah 21 all, or whatever all, i can't even keep track of time year. anymore like, look, i think russ is like who he is for better or worse and like i think darvin ham has found a good kind of spot for him and you know again no LeBron, and then obviously you mentioned no Austin, no Lonnie. Um, you up the usage, you are going to kill the efficiency 100%. And then tonight you're just going to have games where, you know, he's trying to hit jump shots. Just one for uh, – he was one for – he was 0 for 8 to start. Yeah, hit it and then hit a 3 and then came down and took another mid-range pull-up. Those are awful shots. I mean, that's, there's no mixing words there. Those are just awful possessions. Those are um, close to just turnovers. I was right. I was gonna say the threes, like even though he made them, weren't no, good shots. Like they're 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 bad. No, players. they were terrible <laughs> shots for sure. Um, but again, that's part of like the package with Russ, and you just hope like. And again, I think coming off the bench has kind of uh, at least navigated him towards a, a better place. I think he's found good chemistry. Like I, I don't want this game to kind of lose. I guess the last five, where at least it's been like, hey, let's get to let's get to winning Gabriel. Let's feed Thomas Bryant. Let's get them, you know, baskets, and then LeBron can kind of control the ball when it matters. But, uh, yeah, like, it was a bad night for him. And I thought his defense was pretty bad, too. I thought him and Jamal Murray was a disaster. Uh, left him a ton of times. There was a point where, like, we were – the game got close to around seven, and then he went and doubled recklessly, and Jamal Murray got a open three. Just plays like that, really off-ball stuff, which was bad. But, no, you're right. It was a terrible game from Russ. It's not the first one we've seen. It won't be the – I don't believe it will be the last one we've seen. Um, but yeah, going back to a point you previously said, just to kind of round out, like, let's be honest, they weren't going to win this game. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly, like, overall pleased with the game, considering everyone that was out. Um, but like you said, it, it's good to know, like, I'm pretty, like, I can feel pretty confident that they could lose a game like this. Um, what, they play the Mavericks yep, later this on week? Thursday. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even... I mean, we saw on Christmas Day, even with LeBron, uh, surely uh, the Mavs game won't be easy, to put it lightly. But I feel confident in knowing right now that they're not going to lose their fight, like, game to game. Uh, They're not going to lose their spirit or their confidence or anything like that. Around Christmas time, I was, and like, you know, when LeBron first started making his comments, I was extremely (laughs) worried about that. But now that they've kind of got past that and they obviously are waiting and hoping and praying for more good positive AD news, I kind of feel like, like I said, I don't really have to worry about them losing. Yeah, I hope, I hope, you know, let's not give up another 51 point quarter uh, to the Mavericks. Uh, But yeah, I think that's, you know, really important. Like, I think the team not just laying down and uh, giving up, 
you said, you know, they weren't going to win this game, and that, that's true. I do think, like, there was a mini run there where, like, maybe, you know, one or two plays go the other way. You can kind of build a little bit more momentum. Uh, but, you know, that that didn't happen uh, tonight. But I think looking forward, you know, to the Dallas game, like, hopefully, you know, LeBron plays that one. It seems like he will. Anthony Davis, it was reported, I believe, by Dave McMenamin that he's going to start ramping up when they come back, and we'll see if we can have him at the end of the month. Donnie, the team is building. It's growing. I think we found rotation pieces. The damn 2-10 and start really just kind of killed our momentum to start the year. But, you know, since that time, they've been really good. And did you think they would they could go, uh, would they go 7-5 and five without AD? Did you think that was, like, even a possibility? Like, I, you know, I think most of us, when AD went down, you know, we thought, like, you know, probably the world's ending. Um, but I think the team is starting to, like, discover – how to play without him, if that makes sense. And even like without LeBron to an extent for times, uh, I think like those things are really important for a team, even uh, in a league today where you're just not going to have your stars from night to night. Yeah. I mean, um, I think it's now not to burst your bubble. I think it's now seven yes. and six now without AD. Again, I, that was a really negative <laughs> of me, but I, what I was going to say was even more impressive than that to me is I think since that three and 10 start, I think with this game included, they're 16 mm-hmm. and 12. Check my math while I'm still talking. But I mean, just saying that out loud after watching that three and 10 start, like if I would have told you um, back then when they were three and 10 or whatever, and that I, you know, came back in the past, and was like, Hey, they're going to go 16 and 12. I'm assuming you would probably assume that we traded for Bogdanovich or something like that, you know? Like, I mean, honestly, like, I would have assumed if you told me that, that they made a trade, and, you know, they haven't. And honestly, not only have they not made a trade, but they've just been absolutely murdered by uh, injuries, even, like, while they were kind of winning in the past week or so. Like, obviously, Reeves has had that going on. Lonnie's been going, has that going on for a bit now. Um, Only recently became, you know, the let's reevaluate them in two weeks. So yeah, definitely hoping for the Mavericks game, you know, Reeves isn't coming back. Lonnie and AD are definitely not coming back, but I hope Troy Brown yeah. can return. Um, and then we'll, we'll see on Patrick Beverly. I like, I'm assuming you definitely did not see like a specific play where I think it was, they said it was his hip. I definitely didn't see anything. Honestly, I kind of saw it, saw it, and was like, yeah, maybe he's getting a getting a half of rest while LeBron gets a full game. That was kind of going through my mind, to be to be completely honest. Um, but yeah, hope he's all right. Hope him and Brown get on on, uh, on Patrick Beverly. Rest. I think like he fell on a play, um, didn't get the call or something, uh, and then you know ran back the other way and blocked Jokic. But I think he kind of hurt. Speaking speaking of calls, the refs, like, I don't want to even say they were bad tonight. They were just weird. Like, I don't know. The way they were calling stuff was so weird. Uh, I actually was going to say earlier, just to have a little fun, um, did you see when, like, uh, I think Jamal Murray made a basket and yeah. he caught the ball out of the net and then he threw it. He was being a real sportsman. <laughs> threw it to Schroeder inbound, for him to, yeah. like, take the ball and start the inbound. And Schroeder didn't. T- he did, like, he did the reverse um, anti-delay of game rule where, like, the the offensive player makes the basket and then they, like, purposely, like, dance around the ball because they're not right. allowed to touch it. He did the reverse of that and got the call because of it. I think they called, they like, a technical mm-hmm. of Jamal Murray because of that. Uh, Schroeder was doing uh, – shout-out to Mike Trudell for uh, – I think he said he has a little German <laughs> grift in him. 
he uh he was demonstrating a lot of that uh that grip tonight he had i think he did it at least twice if not three times was successful and then unsuccessful where he's kind of running back in transition and then he just like throws his body in front of Jokic, just like just tosses himself over to Jokic and then falls down like violently uh definitely got a call on one of those but yeah those were those were <laughs> making me laugh while being also mad now this team time. needs it man like his free throw shooting he um he took eight more free throws tonight uh eight for yeah. eight from the line he's like a 90 percent free throw free throw shooter so just that mm-hmm. um same sort of thing with thomas Bryant. yeah um great free throw shooter um and obviously he just was a ball in a china shop down there in the paint obviously gonna get to the line a lot. i thought he should have got to the line a little bit more he you know he does a he finishes a lot of contact finishes that i feel like are and ones um he was five for five from the line tonight them two just as a combo has just been a lifesaver i did not you know see that did see that coming uh but also to your point earlier they started two and ten donnie since then seven uh, 17 and 12 because of um uh, because of tonight, obviously, 17 and 12, third in offense, 19 in defense coming into tonight, 14 games without Anthony Davis. So 17 and 12, 14 of them without AD, seven of them without LeBron. That's a team winning. Seven, 17 and 12 is a pace that would make us a top four seed. Yeah. Oh, man, just that Charlotte game, if that could have flipped. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's ignoring, that's ignoring the first 12 freaking games of this season that's only halfway through. But I'm ever the optimist. So. Oh, oh, and then also you said Denver came out, you know, sluggish or whatever. Um, is that because they just like absolutely stomped on the Clippers a couple nights ago, like by like thirty? They were I think up like thirty by halftime or something. This Denver team's like really good, man. They're seventeen and three at home now. Like this is a really good Denver team that's fully healthy. Um, and I think the Lakers, you know, brought it to them. No moral victories around this side of la or town uh but there's no moral victories around here but i think you know it was a good fight against a really good denver team and then also beating that king's team where you know De'Aaron fox i feel like hit every clutch shot in the world and they would not miss and obviously beating atlanta who's just not a good basketball team right now but like those are you know i think that's a really good start to a uh homestand coming in uh in january yeah and i mean like we already kind of said earlier, we both think if LeBron played tonight that the Lakers would have had a, at least a shot at winning. Um, and, you know, like you said, they're now 17-3 at home. They're the number one seed in the West. Very good team. I think they've, they've like, won a lot recently, too. Um, but the fact that I, like, can get behind saying, like, oh, man, if LeBron was out there, like, probably would have, like, had a shot to – to win if not would have won it um that's pretty good to say uh and obviously with ad returning like i don't know i can feel i can feel getting a little bit more optimistic um obviously uh people returning yeah. from injury would help a lot uh these are going to be a really tough next week or two or three basically just the rest of the uh, month of january at the very least We'll see. We'll see. They're going to have to keep kind of fighting like this. And I know for a fact Darvin Ham was not having fun putting out these lineups. And I know for a fact, like, you know, even Kendrick Nunn, even though Nunn was balling in the first half, I know he wasn't having fun in the second half when he was, you know, still being dependent on the shoot and kind of reverting back to his ways. Also, Nunn, Nunn's the king of uh, having shots, like, 
be halfway down and just pop up. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, um, hoping they can kind of just kind of keep up this effort, honestly, at the very Yeah, least. best uh, three-game stretch, I believe, in Kendrick Nunn's Laker career. Um, the Hawks, King, I think – <laughs> oh, I mean, six or 15 and I, I thought most of his shots were pretty good shots. There are a lot of possessions where, again, like to me, Kendrick Nunn can't just be out there and fit in, if that makes sense. And I, the, the best, the best touch of his, his career, Laker is career. Still Sorry. training camp, going at training camp, going into oh, the preseason yes. this year. Yeah. That's, that's, that'll, that's his so apex match. I was fooled. Um, but uh, he had a great game in Phoenix in preseason. I won't, I won't forget that game. Uh, but no, like I, you know, I think that's the tough part about a guard like none, where like again, you can like compare that to like Dennis Schroeder, where even if he's not shooting well, he's still such a plus on defense that it gives you something. None just has to be an offensive engine, um, offensive scorer, or else it's just he's just out there uh, absolutely hurting your team. That's what um, makes it rough. But six for fifteen, at least I think they're gonna need his offense with Austin Reeves, Lonnie out. Uh, but Donnie, if you don't have anything else, I want to make my final case for Cole Swider minutes. Um, we're getting at the end here. Do you have any, anything else from this game or from the past few games? Nah, <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear the Cole Swider. Okay. Minutes. So Cole Swider is six, nine. Okay. I'm not saying he's good. I'm just saying like, I think I would like to know if he's good or not. Does that make sense? Like, I would like to know. Let me get an answer. Can I, can I, can I immediately offer yes, a, a rebuttal? Yes, please do. He does not look six nine out there. I don't know what it is. He looks teeny tiny. I don't know if it's because he's got like a buzzed head or what. But I was like sitting there, I was like, wait, like Cole's like six eight, isn't he? <laughs> Anyways, sorry. You're going go to on. your rebuttal was to attack the official listings of 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 the player. That's it was like the first. Rebuttal? It was like the first thing you said about him. I had I had to. That was something I thought about during the game. I was like. Why is Cole look so small? He's supposed to be like our center. Your, your rebuttal <laughs> is an eye test on the height um, of a player. That was your first rebuttal to my Cole Swider minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Like, Isaiah Thomas is 5'11", but he looks like he's 5'1". <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, anyway uh, going past that, I think I, you know, I think I answered that rebuttal um, as well as I could. But 6'9", and can shoot off movement, and on spot ups. And I think that's something like we don't have anything resembling that, like a wing side. And, and you talked about the box out today where like he was crashing the glass. Um, he was, you know, uh, helping out on the boards. I don't know how many boards he finished with. Five rebounds for Cole Swider. Like that's that's contributing. But like a guy who can move <laughs> uh, sandwich rebounds. Yeah, that was the term I was looking for. He did a good job sandwich rebounding. I thought he played his role pretty well. I thought he moved his feet. Uh, he's never going to be quick or agile, um, but, like, I thought he played well enough. And, like, he's a movement shooter. And I think, like, uh, early on we were, you know, playing Matt Ryan. Darvin Ham was obviously experimenting, trying to find things. It's because, like, he needs at least one shooter out there. And we're shooting a lot better now to where, like, he, where it's not as big of a need, a necessity. But without, you know, Austin, Lonnie, and how, I think, uh, shorthanded we are, I would just like to see it. Throw a six nine dude in there. Um, next to LeBron, next to Russ, hopefully on a you know a, a better night. Uh, but and and pull him, put him off screens, let him move off, let him run off actions. We don't have anyone else that's a threat really off that. Kendrick Nunn's shot isn't really conductive to coming around a ball screen and pulling up. He's more like maybe off the dribble kind of step back. Swider's really comfortable with that. He does that you know down in South Bay um, summer league. I know is not a respected kind of place 
but I think like at least how a player shoots and moves, like he, I thought he did a nice job with that. I just like I would like to see him kind of get at least a shot. Now, uh, tell me where I'm where I'm wrong here. I no, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Okay. I will say I would definitely like to see him continue to get the playing time he got mm-hmm. tonight. Um, say for example, Troy Brown is able. Well, he does. He doesn't. He doesn't need twenty five on... minutes. Let me be clear with that. Like I, you know. <laughs> Well, I, okay. I know, I know, I know. So let's say Troy Brown yeah. comes back. I mean, honestly, like no disrespect to him, I would like to see the like less JTA minutes, the better. Oh, okay. Um, I just kind of think he, I kind, I just kind of think the things he does well, we've kind of already, even like on a night night like tonight. I mean, we just kind of needed him, so people just didn't get yeah. gassed, considering how shorthand we were, but. Say, like, Troy Brown comes back um, and Beverly can play, like, I would kind of, like, I honestly wouldn't mind seeing, like, Cole Swider steal some of, like, JTA's minutes. Um, Obviously, like we've said, like, he's a way better offensive option uh, than JTA, Mm -hmm. like, and, you know, he he had one play, God, who did he, who was he defending one-on-one? Not that he, like, you know, put on a show or anything, but. He, you know, held his own, and I don't know. I don't know who it was on the on mm-hmm. the Nuggets, but I mean, whoever it was, it obviously is someone that should be scoring on Cole Swider at ease. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I, you know, I, I don't get to watch Cole Swider every day. There's got to be some sort of reason that Darvin Ham sees where he's not really, you know, given the time. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe he de- deserves a shot, and it's kind of a you know, you're the two-way rook. Like, you're not going to, you know, start getting playing time unless you really start, like, blowing us away. And who knows? Maybe maybe in this Mavericks game, uh, we can score 51 points and a half behind, like, like a like a Cole Swider, Clay Thompson-esque quarter. I don't know. Now I'm kind of talking myself into it. Well, again, just to put full context around this, this is mainly because we're as shorthanded as we are, right? We just don't have our guards that would usually kind of pick up the slack um so again 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 in like games like this i like seeing them get a chance and obviously a denver team that was probably gonna run away with this at some point anyway just get your young guys some minutes max christie being this good like i think our scouting department deserves the benefit of the doubt at least on a lot of these um and i just like to see the prospects that they've hand chosen to kind of get at least some type of shot and cole's already 20 yeah um Oh, sorry. Take it. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But uh, Russell Westbrook and I kind of thought about this okay. while it was happening. He confirmed he dislocated oh, his no. pinky um, on that play where he like you know was really holding his hand. So you know, uh, I know I was just complaining about Russ earlier, but I really don't need another yeah. person injured. Um, he said his X-rays were negative and he popped it back into place twice. Little uh. Little Mamba, little Mamba mentality there. Literally, like that's a vintage. Kind yeah, of um, definitely. You know, need Russ to like pick up in this. Uh, we need, we need we all do. the bodies yeah. we can get. Like tonight, like Beverly, Beverly, like just not being there in the second half made like a noticeable difference in terms of just like everything just kind of went haywire for a bit. And that, yeah, and we do, you know, we, as much as we, you know, lamented on, on Russ, we do need his playmaking off the bench. Like, that is something that's needed on this team uh, with the second unit that he he mans. Like, that team needs someone who ne- can push the pace and push the ball and get guys like Wayne and Gabriel, Thomas Bryant, um, easy look. So hopefully he's not out for any long time or, or hopefully he's able to go on Thursday. Um, he said he pushed it back into place 
that sounds painful as hell um but yeah yeah I, if I ever, ever dislocated anything like that in my life, I would not be the, the tough man popping it back <laughs> in the place. I would just be screaming, screaming, You're screaming. Tougher than you give yourself credit for, Donnie. Uh, but <laughs> All right, my man. Uh, my last man. thing, though, Uncle, I was going to say, he's already 23, so it's not like, you know, a young prospect um, that, like, you should be waiting for him to kind of fill in or something. Like, 23-year-old drafted, pretty clear, he's supposed to help you kind of right away. Uh, I was thinking more in like the, he's not gonna he's not as good, but like in the Josh, he would he would have still he would have still been a baby on last year's team. <laughs> that's that's true, yeah. Uh, but like you know Josh Hart, older guy who came in the league, and he's not as good as him, but like same kind of idea. Um, just would like to kind of see it. That's a lot on Cole Swider, honestly, for a game where he scored six points. Uh, but uh, Donnie, that this was fun though. I you know this loss doesn't bother me. Like I'm so high on like that high in terms of excitement on that you know on the win over the weekend like it's just I don't really feel terrible about this loss I think you know the team's going in the right direction for the first time and it feels like forever I think our coach has found you know the right mix of guys hopefully guys aren't out too long losing Lonnie and Austin we lose guys in pairings Donnie which is really strange you know what I mean lost lost Dennis and TB yeah yeah lost Dennis and TB together lost Lonnie and Austin together really weird like um injuries come in twos i guess i don't know kind of the same thing like with last year i don't know but yeah hopefully lebron's good hopefully russ is good same thing with beverly and then obviously troy brown as well um and then maybe they kind of you know come out with some some little chip on their shoulder against the mavericks after that christmas day game and Get back, get back to a new winning streak. I was really enjoying uh, having seen the winning streak next to us. On the that standing. was fun. Uh, I believe Luca is questionable tomorrow, but I um, feel like he's going to play on Thursday um, against us. Yeah, he's resting up. He's, <laughs> Needs- he's resting up. For, uh, is, that a, that's, is that an L.A. game? It is an L.A. game, yes. We're back home to play the Mavericks. Yeah, he's resting up. He's resting up for the bright lights. He's resting up for his future home. I hope he has a great Wednesday night, you know? Like, I hope he really enjoys himself. I uh, hope he has a great time. Yeah, are we are we the first or second leg of um, what I'm so assuming to be a we're actually, Lakers Clippers back-to-back? We're actually back-to-back. the second, and it's not a back-to-back, strangely. So it's one of the few times where we're the second of the double L.A. trip, and it's not a back-to-back. So they play the Clippers on they play the Clippers on Wednesday? Oh, actually, it is a back-to-back. No, no, no. They play the Clippers tomorrow on Tuesday. Um, so then they play us on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. So nice long, you know, break in LA. Hopefully, you know, Luca has a has an awesome time. Uh, awesome time. With... Yeah, I'll 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 cover his tab. I'll cover his tab. Someone just let me know where he's going. Oh, I got it. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, Donnie, anything else for you from this one? I think this was a, a more enjoyable night than it should have been, I guess, for a 15, 16 point loss. But nah, man, everyone. Everyone on this damn team get healthy. God, we cannot. I can't go through another just like month of just injury, just sadness. So everyone, at least everyone that can, get healthy. Yep. Uh, Lakers lose again in on the road in Denver. It uh, snaps their five-game winning streak. Hopefully, they can build a new one on Thursday. Uh, thank you, Donnie, for coming up with me and uh, enjoying this one. Uh, you've been listening to the Lakers SBM Post Game Show, and we'll see you on Thursday.